0: Stones, looking for fun and
1: Good morning and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Cara Carper and I will be co-hosting Dishing Up Nutrition today. I'm a licensed nutritionist and I work with clients individually. I also teach a variety of nutrition classes in many different settings Uh, One of the classes is the Nutrition for Weight Loss series at our offices. Teaching a great class right now in Maple Grove at the noon hour. Sometimes I'll teach a Lunch and Learn class. We also do that as an organization. We'll do that for a variety of businesses. And I also will teach community ed classes. So as nutritionists, we don't just see clients. We do a lot of teaching as well. But mostly I just, I love my job because I like to help people understand the importance of eating real food. And I'm pleased to say that this is my 10th year as a nutritionist at
0: Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. You hear that other voice as Nell calls.
0: Yeah. And just to highlight another milestone, this is our 13th year presenting Dishing Up Nutrition Worldwide. We continually encourage listeners To eat real food for weight loss, for cancer prevention, for energy, to avoid aches and pains, to have a better memory, and just to be healthier. Yet the sales of processed foods continually increase. Maybe it is telling us that the Dishing Up Nutrition message needs to reach more people so they can understand why real food is the answer. I am Nell Calls, and almost 10 years ago, Cara, this is our anniversary. <laughs> Cara told me to switch from low-fat processed foods to eating real foods to lose weight, and I did. So over the next two years, I lost 90 pounds of body fat and went from a size 22 to a size 8 just eating real food. Now that is something to say congratulations about. Yes. Yes. I looked at that number this morning and I could hardly believe it myself. But that's I remember purchasing those size 22 <laughs> pants and I think the next day I made that phone call to Dishing or to Nutritional Weight and yep. Wellness to get that appointment. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean that's just amazing and you know not just the weight loss but the maintenance.
0: Well, and exactly and this and it's 90 pounds of body fat. So when I was would lose weight before uh the weight and wellness way it was always Lots of water, lots of muscle, and then I would get mm-hmm. so hungry I would want to eat the cupboards bare. Sure. And now I know that that 90 pounds was 90 pounds of body fat mm-hmm. because I lost it while maintaining my muscle mass and, and all of that mm-hmm. good and stuff. And eating
1: real food. And which eating is real foods. Exactly
0: what we're going to talk about today. Eating real food to lose
1: weight or to have a better memory. You know, that might actually sound like a Facebook ad or something that's promising you a magic cure by taking a special just discovered herb. But it's not. Eating real food for weight loss is not a gimmick. Nell and hundreds of our other clients are living proof that
0: real food is the long-term answer to weight loss. Yeah, when I first sat down with Cara uh, and she, she, she became my nutritionist. For my first appointment at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and Cara said, you should eat butter to lose weight, and I looked at her and I thought to myself, where did this girl get her nutrition training? (laughs) You didn't know that's what I thought, but that's what I thought. No, you're not the only one, though. (laughs) All the other programs, since I have been basically eight years old when I first started dieting, told me that butter and most of the fats to lose weight were the way to go. I certainly followed the low fat, no fat plans and I remember eating lots of tuna with no mayo with on crackers or, you know, rice cakes or something. Mm-hmm. And there, so those no fat plans, when I stepped on the scale, I would always show being heavier than I'd ever been. Or if I temporarily lost weight, I would gain it right back. And the reason I was so overweight by the time I came to see you was because I would lose weight and then go. It would be like a boomerang effect where mm-hmm. I would lose some weight, but then I would gain almost twice that hmm. when I would go off the plan. And that so. was
1: probably because
0: you were so feeling deprived. Mm-hmm basically starving. No fat. Yeah. Yeah. I had no nothing telling me to stop eating. Right. Basically. Fat is very satiating. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you're constantly hungry. So I thought, what do I have to lose? I really did. I maybe uh, maybe a few pounds. I, I had really given up on weight loss at that point, but I really wanted to get healthy. So I said, if I can lose weight eating butter, bring it on. <laughs> Cara kept talking to me about eating real food to lose weight. I thought, well, I guess butter is real and low-fat margarine spreads are fake. They have a lot of chemicals in them. Maybe it will work. So I decided to listen to Cara and give it a try. And two years later, I weighed 90 pounds less. And eight years later, I'm still weighing 90 pounds less. So not only did I lose mm-hmm. the weight, I maintained it Mm -hmm. all the time. I have to think, eat real food because processed foods are are all around us. They're everywhere. They're in the bookstore. They're in the everywhere you look at work. And they're all saying, just try me. But then my cravings come back and so do the pounds. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the truth that these foods are everywhere? And to not eat them, you have to make a really conscious decision Right. You almost have to, I, I I call it my cravings prevention plan, mm-hmm. and it's all about making sure that I'm getting my meals in, that I'm eating enough food mm-hmm. to be able to resist the candy counter. I mean, I I work at a company where... There are donuts almost every day. I could f- go on any floor wow. of my building and find donuts if I were looking, mm-hmm. or if I just were passing by somebody's desk, mm-hmm. there's a dozen donuts there. So, that's what a situation a lot of people are facing yeah. and you need that cravings prevention yes. plan. Yes, I
1: love that you say that. Like to be able to avoid those things, you have to be eating real food yeah. several times per day.
0: You have to have just had a really satiating snack of yeah. chili with a little sour cream or avocado to be able to not have that weakness of, of saying, well, and it's not really weakness. It's just your cravings get the better mm-hmm. of you if you're not staying ahead of them.
1: Sure. And you know, we won't get into that too much right now, but that's because of low blood sugar. Yeah. And the brain and the body are starving for something. So you know, for over 30 years, we have all been told that in order to lose weight, we should cut the fat out of our diet. But did it work? No, because people stopped eating fat, and today, three-quarters of the population are overweight or obese.
0: That's incredible.
1: And now, because of scientific evidence, there's been a slow shift in how nutrition experts are thinking about fat. To remain healthy, we really need to include healthy fats in our diet. So what would you think if I told you that butter might be one of the best fats to eat for weight loss?
0: Butter. I wonder what the listeners are thinking. Yeah, yeah. Probably what I thought the first time you you told me. Are you crazy? (laughs) But butter works for me. When I saute my vegetables in butter, I eat more of them because they taste so good. Gone are the days of those gross steamed vegetables (laughs) (laughs) with no fat. Right. When I cook my eggs in butter, I never get tired of eggs for breakfast.
1: I agree, and I can I just say that I sometimes I do get a little tired of eggs, like seven days in a row. Right. However, my husband made bacon the other day and left the bacon grease in oh, the pan. Yum! That's the best. So I cooked up my three eggs in the bacon grease, yum. and it was like a whole new world. Yeah, you just figure out ways to <laughs> so make it new. Another, I love that. That's another good fat. So, <laughs> let's look at the science, though. Of we'll go back to butter why butter may be the best fat for weight loss. And I know this goes against the 30 to 40 years of supposed nutrition experts telling us to avoid
0: animal fat like butter or lard. Yes, like bacon grease. <laughs> the bacon grease. When we look at the breakdown of butter, we find that it is 50% saturated fat, 30% monounsaturated fat. So that's the kind of fat in olive oil and avocados and 13% short and medium chain fatty acids. So you might be asking, what does the composition of butter have to do with how butter supports my metabolism Mm. and weight loss?
1: The body uses short and medium chain fatty acids in butter for energy. And these fatty acids actually boost the metabolism. So it's this type of, it's the specific type of medium chain fat in butter that does not get stored as body fat. Which is so great. That
0: is such a light bulb moment.
1: Yes. In addition, the fatty acids in butter stimulate the immune system, which helps the immune system to fight off things like cancer. So butter is a real food. It's a real healthy fat
0: to support metabolism. So it's going to be easier to lose weight eating butter. And I can't wait to talk more about the butter. But first, we have to take our first break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Did the holidays bring out your sweet tooth and now you're struggling to lock back down, get it back down again? For me, just a few sugar treats turn my brain on to say, I want more sugar. During the holidays, we should be careful, but not perfect. Today, we want to share with you some tips and tricks we use to calm down the sugar monster. The first tip is eat every three hours. Don't skip a meal or snack. If you have questions, call us today, 651-641-1071.
1: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Again, like we talked about before break, if you are struggling with sugar or processed carbohydrate cravings, there are three supplements that are really going to help you to overcome those sugar and carbohydrate cravings. The first step is to take one bifidobacteria, which is a probiotic, before each meal because your gut microbiome might be the problem. You know, maybe over the holidays you picked up a, some kind of a bacteria or virus and a good bacteria or good probiotic like bifidobacteria, is really going to help to rebalance the intestinal tract. Poor intestinal health actually leads to sugar and carb cravings. Mm -hmm. The second step is to take two L-glutamine capsules before each meal. L-glutamine is an amino acid which has been shown to really reduce sugar cravings. Step three is to take three of a product called Crave Control Plus before each meal now, that's going to support brain health and reduce cravings for carbohydrates, especially for things like cookies, cakes, pie, things like that. So, just to repeat that protocol supplement with three Bifido balance, six capsules of L glutamine, and nine capsules of Crave Control Plus daily. And I would say within three days to a week, your cravings will be under control. Mm hmm. Sounds like a lot of supplements, but you know, when the body when you're having cravings like that, the body is missing something. Yeah. And this is just replacing what's missing. Yeah. And it's it's really going to help to get rid of those cravings. Yeah,
0: and I actually that is the magic protocol for me. I do that exact thing and I did it, uh, starting back at the holidays. So you don't, so how I use that is when I know that there's going to be challenging times coming up, uh, I start that protocol again and that got me through the holidays where I wasn't, Mm -hmm. you know, taking two big helpings of mashed potatoes or I didn't fall prey to a lot of the sweets and it it's. Largely because I do things like that because I know, again, that's part of my cravings prevention plan Mm -hmm. because if I have a cravings prevention plan, I can go anywhere without that anxiety that I'm going to you know go off track.
1: Yeah, good for <laughs> you. Did you proactively do that or did you yes, do it after I know you got now? Cravings?
0: I know now there are there are times during the year that are very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Christmas Thanksgiving is typically a time, you know, when when we say I've been maintaining my weight for 8 years, yes that is true, but there have been times when I would have a particularly indulgent uh holiday season and I would go very much off track and 10 pounds would come back like that. Mm-hmm. And so that I have learned over the years that when it comes to the holiday season, Thanksgiving to Christmas, as well as like the 4th of July time, mm-hmm. those are my two kind of times when I'm at risk. Okay. And so then I I do I go into my cr- real double down on my cravings prevention <laughs> plan. I make sure I'm eating all of my good fats and all yep. of everything, but I I do that protocol uh periodically, you know, just throughout yeah. the year, just to keep things keep keep my cravings at bay, sure, that's
1: great. thanks for sharing that. so yeah. did you do it for like two weeks? Or... I'm still doing it still right doing now, it. okay, pro-
0: I usually do it for about a month during this time, okay. and um because I'm at the point where you know i'm I've been taking bifido and i'm 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 my gut is very in good shape and that yeah. kind of thing, but that doesn't mean. You know, I mean, t- I have I said in past shows, I maintain my my obesity as a chronic disease. <laughs> I yeah. treat it like I need to attend to it every yeah. single day. Sure. And so that's one thing that I do. Just
1: like someone would be attending to diabetes. Yeah. On a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or high a,
0: blood pressure or, you know, any of those any condition. Great yeah. example. Yeah. yeah. So, again, bef- before the break, I, I, we were talking about butter and I will say it again, that butter works for me as part of my cravings prevention plan and just, it, just to make me feel good and lose weight. Butter supports my metabolism, which for years was wrecked by all the low-fat dieting I was doing. So it is very, still very difficult for me to totally believe butter is good for my health. <laughs> I think I've turned a corner, but the, I, it, it crops up every now and again. But we were told over and over that saturated fats, especially butter and lard, were responsible for heart disease, obesity, and other chronic diseases. So this information was not true and was based on poor quality research. So in fact, the research erroneously supported the use of factory fats. Those are manufactured fats such as soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, and cottonseed oil.
1: And this is not the first time that we've said, eat real food for weight loss. We know butter is real. It's not processed.
0: Yeah. In fact, in our weight and wellness classes, we teach people how to make butter at home. Uh, So here's a fun project to try with your children or your grandchildren. You put about a cup of heavy cream in a quart jar with a lid and just start shaking it. After a few minutes, what do you have? butter. And it's delicious.
1: I love doing that in the weight and wellness class. (laughs) And people usually say, oh, my daughter did that in first grade or something. Yeah, that's great. But what about soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, or cottonseed oil? These are not real fats. Soybean, corn, canola, and cottonseed oil are very processed, damaged fats.
0: Now, how do they affect metabolism? So I am not a nutritionist, but I do understand how real food operates in my body and supports my metabolism. So I eat real food and I lose weight, bottom line. So let's think about how we get oil from different sources. We shake heavy cream and we get butter, simple. We squeeze an olive and we get olive oil, simple. What about corn or soybeans or cotton seeds or even rape seeds that we eat canola oil from? Can we just squeeze these seeds with our fingers and get oil? Of course not. These seeds are not high in fats so it takes a lot of processing to get oil from corn or soybeans.
1: That is so true. It takes a lot of processing just squeeze a kernel of corn or a soybean And see how much oil comes out. Right. I mean, you can visualize on the flip side, squeezing an olive. Yes. It's very oily and fatty, so very easy to obtain the oil, but not for corn and soybean oil. And actually, the manufactured oil industry uses a lot of different processes to get the oil out of corn or soybeans. I mean, they might press it, crush it, grind it. They also would use hexane-type solvents. Ugh. That's a chemical that is similar to gasoline. So then, you know, we we end up with this product that it doesn't look good. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't taste good. So it's bleached, deodorized. Um, at that point, all the nutrients are missing. So these are the damaged factory fats that are really found in most processed foods these days.
0: Yeah, they're everywhere. On my path to losing 90 pounds, one of the first things Kara taught me was to avoid these refined vegetable oils because these oils will interfere with how my cells communicate and function. Kara said, purge your kitchen of those refined oils. So I opened my refrigerator. I threw away all the non-dairy creamers, all the salad dressings that have all these oils, my margarine, and even my peanut butter and mayo. My mayo was labeled that it contained olive oil, but it was really full of soybean oil. Then I went to my pantry and out came the crackers, cookies, stuffing mix, and all the boxed convenience foods. Why did I need to get rid of all these foods? Because they contained either soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, or cottonseed oil. I decided that if the research shows that these oils slow my metabolism, I was going to get rid of them. Well, good for you.
1: I mean, I remember when you were doing that and, you know, a lot of people just say, oh, use it all up. Yeah. And what's the
0: point of that, (laughs) right? right? We need to take our next break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Carrying extra weight is so frustrating and damages your self-esteem. I know I have been there and I know I couldn't lose weight on my own. I needed and still need my nutritional support from my nutritionist or I teach or take the Nutrition for Weight Loss series of classes. It is a reality. If I want to be a normal weight, I need ongoing support to keep my focus and concentration. After a break, Cara will share our Go Real in 2018 special on the Nutrition for Weight Loss program and on individual counseling. Hey Cravings, what's up? Not you, because I'm taking you down. Oh, didn't see that coming? Because I've always buckled under your pressure? Well, this is my house now. So bring it, ice cream. You want a piece of me cake? I see you in the pantry, potato chips. See, this super chick got herself to nutritional weight and wellness and learned that cravings aren't a willpower thing, more like a blood sugar, mineral deficiency, digestive thing. And eating in balance slays the beast. Animal protein. Healthy fats. Vegetable carbs. The temptation-taming trifecta. Make you shrink and me shine. Do I feel deprived? (laughs) Not when I'm armed with my nutritional weight and wellness num-num chucks. So step off, cravings, or I'll swing you into oblivion. I guess I better clean this up. Learn how to conquer your cravings with the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. On-site or online. Visit weightandwellness.com.
1: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. All throughout today's show, we have been talking about how real food supports metabolism and weight loss. We believe real food is the answer. We don't believe in counting calories, counting points, gimmicks, contracts, packaged foods, bars, shakes, or starvation diets. Starting the week of January 11th, we're going to have nine Nutrition for Weight Loss series series starting throughout the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. So I'm just going to tell you what Brenda said about the series that she took last fall. Brenda said, I lost 19 pounds, my clothes fit better, my mind is clear, the brain fog is gone, and I no longer get bloated. If you'd like to sign up, you can call 651-699-3438, or you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, to sign up. Save $50 on our Nutrition for Weight Loss program with the Go Real in 2018 special. Yay! That's such an awesome deal yeah. to take $50 off of that. It is. We got a caller over break that did not stay on air. But the question was, um, Nell, was it her father? Uh,
0: yeah, a, a relative. A
1: relative. Okay. Well, someone was calling in on behalf of a relative who was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. And this person with congestive heart failure had gone to the doctor and the doctor recommended to use a spread. Spread, yes. And I don't know if the doctor specifically said, I'm guessing they said, don't use butter.
0: Uh, that would be my guess. I mean, yes. if, if
1: they recommended a spread, the, the spread where was in lieu of butter. Yes. And so the caller wanted to know, can the person with congestive heart failure use butter? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I guess without getting into too much detail, um, you know, some doctors are very up on the latest research and science with nutrition, but others really are, they're not required to take a lot of nutrition in medical school. So unless they're keeping up on the science on their own (laughs) um, or making an effort to do so. They might just be under the, you know, the misconception, the old low fat myth. Yeah. The hypothesis that fat, um, things like butter and animal fats are going to lead to higher risk of heart disease. That myth has been debunked. Yes. Thoroughly. Go ahead. Eat butter. Um, You want to avoid the spreads. Those are the ones we've been talking about that are so processed and damaging.
0: Yeah. And if we could just take a moment to talk. So we just got off of the holidays and we were all at different places, different times, things that we don't normally see. Cara and I were chatting about this before the show and just how many how many times I encountered spreads over the holidays and spreads are margarine spreads. Uh, some of them say olive oil spreads, but they they happen to be everywhere and really hard to avoid sometimes, uh, but they're not the way to weight loss. Mm-hmm. I think we've, like, as you said, has been thoroughly debunked. Mm-hmm. They're not real foods and we're focusing on real foods to lose weight today and spreads just will not get you there. Right. That's Right. They're they're. I always think about spreads as a key thing that is going to gum up your metabolism. Yeah. So if you almost think about throwing, throwing a monkey wrench in the works, you know, eat spreads because they're going to make your metabolism slow <laughs> and sluggish and not help you lose weight.
1: So you might be wondering, uh, what is it in the refined vegetable oil that is would slow metabolism? Like Nell just mentioned. We know that real food provides what our bodies and our cells need to determine what they should do. Um, You know, food is going to tell our mitochondria what to do. And whether if it's a good food, it's going to tell the mitochondria to do the right thing. If it's a bad food, like a spread, it's not
0: going to tell the cells what to do properly. It's not going to give them the accurate information. So what is mitochondria? Inside your cell, you have an energy source called mitochondria, which is our cell's furnace. When you eat inflammatory foods like a spread, especially those refined vegetable oils, so the soybean oil, the corn oil, the canola oil, or the cottonseed oil, you shut down the functioning of your mitochondria, shutting down your energy and slowing down your metabolism.
1: We understand that refined oils and processed foods can shut down your metabolism. So avoid all refined oils. Just look at the label. If you see soybean oil, corn oil, canola, and cottonseed, just avoid that product. Nutrition is a science, and anyone who's giving out nutrition advice really needs to be speaking to the science and not to what is going to sell a certain food. So, you know, we don't ever want to be getting nutrition advice from TV. We we talk about that as TV nutrition. And I always think, well, who is going to benefit from the sale of that low-fat
0: yogurt, for example? Right, right. Not us. Not us. (laughs) The manufacturing company. exactly. Exactly. So after losing 90 pounds and keeping it off for eight years, I really appreciate the science behind what I practice. So today, I want to share some of those basic scientific facts that affect metabolism and energy. So fact number one, to lose weight, eat healthy fats such as butter, coconut oil, avocados, olive oil, olives, heavy cream, and nuts. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Your mitochondria, your cell's energy furnace, will get a boost from the medium-chain fatty acids in butter, coconut oil, and MCT Mm. oil. And just a quick note about MCT oil, I think both coconut oil and MCT oil, like butter... Have helped me not only lose weight; they were really critical to for me to lose the actual weight in the first mm-hmm. place. But to actually, maintain my weight loss mm-hmm. is has been those two fats especially have you know helped my mitochondria do the right thing. Right,
1: right. You, yeah, you were mentioning that you do like the MCT oil. Yep. And I know we know we've talked about butter already. Yeah,
0: yeah. MCT oil is great.
1: And another quick thing before we move on to science fact number two on nutrition, I want to just talk a little bit more about the fat piece Mm -hmm. and the benefit. There's a lot of benefits to eating healthy fat, like the MCT, coconut oil, butter, avocados, nuts, seeds. First of all, they're very satiating. Yeah. So we actually produce a hormone when we eat these healthy fats that tells us I'm full, I'm satisfied. It's kind of like a shut off valve, yeah. Which we do not get from carbohydrates. So that's why you know if you're eating low fat or fat free, you'll probably feel hungry all yeah. the time.
0: I was telling, I mentioned this earlier, but I was talking about when I was on my first diet. I was in yeah, I was in eighth grade. And I remember eating romaine lettuce with a can of tuna dumped on it, and I think that was it. There was no; it was basically zero fat. Now those were mm-hmm. in the those were that was in the very very early days of the. It was the eighties, so we were mm-hmm. really getting the low fat messages, the way to lose weight. And mm-hmm. I remember fainting in the Kmart parking lot. Oh no! <laughs> and. I actually thought that was a good thing. Like I was eating so I was eating so little and so low fat. This is how messed up, right? That that our culture is about weight loss. Yeah. And what I have learned now, and it took me I started with weight and wellness uh when I was in my late thirties, when it took me about 25 years to learn, was that I needed to eat food to lose weight yeah, yeah. and eat fat mm-hmm. to lose weight and eating low fat non fat tuna with on lettuce leaves was not going to get me there
1: right with no so you didn't have dressing
0: no dressing and you didn't have like avocados. I was saving my points or I was making sure I wasn't getting too many calories or whatever system I was using to count. Because mm-hmm. we all have in our history, we were either counting points or calories or grams of fat at one point. I mean, I tell you all, I could write a volume of all the different <laughs> ways that I was trying to configure my food yeah. until I threw it all away and started eating real foods in balance with fat. So, mm-hmm. so protein, fat and carb in balance and that was the, you know, thing that I thought would make me gain weight and it mm-hmm. actually eating regularly and nourishing my body was helped heal my metabolism mm-hmm. and kickstarted that 90 pound weight loss.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I just we can't even talk enough about the ports of fat and real food for yeah, weight loss. But exactly. we do have to keep talking about it because I think so many people are stuck in the old
0: ways, yes. Stuck have so. those have those old tapes playing,
1: yes. So you know, fat is important. That we'll go on to nutrition fact number two. Do we have time, or should we? Let's take, take our next break, break. Okay. and then
0: we can do the rest of those facts when we get back. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition next week. I am sure you will want to tune in, and have your family and friends tune in to Dishing Up Nutrition. Because Dar and Leah will be discussing a new book on Alzheimer's disease with nutritionist Amy Berg, the author of The Alzheimer's Antidote. She uses a low-carb, high-fat diet to fight Alzheimer's disease, memory loss, and cognitive decline. It should be a powerful show.
1: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If we think of food as medicine, we need to know what foods are medicine for each of us. And we need to know how to eat to reduce inflammation, how to eat to reduce anxiety and depression, how to eat to lower our blood sugars, or how to eat for memory and focus. So that is when making an appointment with a nutritionist for guidance really makes sense. Until January 20th of 2018, we're offering $50 off the cost of an initial nutrition appointment and $25 off of a one-hour follow-up appointment. You can call 651-699-3438 for more details. You can also learn more on our website, which is weightandwellness.com. So that is a great deal. Yeah. Another great deal.
0: I have to say it's the best money I've ever spent. If I could go back in a time machine (laughs) to see you the first time was the best decision I ever made. So if anyone else is on the fence, you know, you can really change your life with nutrition. And I'm... I'm living proof. Well, we are
1: so glad <laughs> you came in too, because now you you teach classes yeah. and you're basically an employee. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's cool.
0: So we were talking about fact. Do you want to go start with fact number yeah. two?
1: So fact number two is avoid processed foods high in sugar and high in flour. So it's these high carbohydrate foods. Some examples would be cereal, crackers, bread, pasta. Pizza, chips, and soda. I mean, beverages as well, like soda or juice. Those are all going to stress the mitochondria, slow energy, and slow metabolism. So just be sure to avoid processed carbohydrates. We want to be eating real carbohydrates. Uh, Does everyone know that uh, fruits and vegetables are real carbohydrates? Carbohydrates. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that. I know. That is the best way to get carbohydrates, vegetables and fruits. And fresh is great. Frozen is also great. They're going to be full of antioxidants. And getting back to that mitochondria,
0: vegetables and fruits are really essential for healthy mitochondria. Through my journey, I have come to realize that I have to be much more careful and aware of continuously eating real food, quality protein, only good beneficial fats and vegetables for my carbs. We all have different genetics. I was interested in to learn that recent research found that if you have a parent or a sibling who has type 2 diabetes, which I do, your mitochondria are likely to be 50% less efficient, effective at burning calories than another hmm. person's. So some of us need to be much more careful eaters to maintain a healthy weight. It's just the fact. I am one of those people with mitochondria that burns 50% less calories, but I still have been successful and plan to continue to be successful.
1: And I like what you said earlier, how you kind of, You
0: go about this whole process as though it were a chronic disease. Yeah. Yeah. I have to really manage it, really manage it every day. And that's not a burden to me. And that's not anything that I say like, oh, I have to manage it every single day. Mm -hmm. It's more I know to be healthy and to live the life that I want to live. I have to manage this every day and that's my real food and cravings prevention mm-hmm. plan.
1: Did you figure that out because you weren't managing it every day? Like did you get kind of comfy? Yes. with the whole idea of
0: oh I lost the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so it was about 2011, 2012. 2012 was what a year into my weight maintenance and I started to put weight back on. Again, it was a holiday season where I said, wow, I had this huge accomplishment and I went back to celebrating with food and mm-hmm. I had, you know, I don't say I went totally off the rails, but I did more of that high sugar, maybe some processed oils, factory fats got in mm-hmm. there too. Mm-hmm. And I put on, I would say between 15 and 20 pounds in about a month, okay. and, which that's, Anyone who struggles with their weight knows it can come on that fast, uh-huh, and so that it was a couple of s- s- situations like that where I was kind of relapsing where it it became clear, oh if i don't manage this every day and I don't stick to my food plan this is what this is what's going to happen okay. the weight's going to come okay. back on
1: so you had that experience, and you were like it's totally not worth it, not worth it. it. I want to have a prevention plan and be paying attention and just kind of be like ahead of the game. Ahead of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's great advice. As we mentioned earlier, three out of four Americans are either overweight or obese. However, the problem is not just occurring in the United States. It's happening in developing countries from India to Cameroon. On December 23rd, 2017, the New York Times published, published a really interesting article. It was titled, In Asia's Fattest Country, Nutritionists Take Money from Food Giants. The article points out that there's really a deep financial partnership between some of the world's largest food companies and nutrition scientists, policymakers, and even academic societies, which resulted in out-of-control obesity problems in over half of the adults in these particular countries. So it's a it's a really interesting,
0: interesting.
1: well researched article. And it shows us that when corporate money influences nutrition education and nutrition science, people are just getting the wrong messages. Yeah. For their health. And it's the large companies, you know, they have huge advertising budgets. Right. Yeah. For these for the ads. So and these ads are unfortunately convincing people that processed
0: foods are healthy. Yeah. I think about all of the meals I put in a microwave when I was trying to lose weight, all of the process, little, you know, the little meals in the little trays. Those were all. Marketed to me by these with these huge ad yep. budgets to say you will lose weight if you eat these frozen meals when it was doing the exact opposite,
1: right? And they they have names too
0: that lead you to believe that absolutely. they're healthy,
1: healthy choice, yes,
0: smart, M- smart ones. ones. That's one that I have. That was my favorite yep. one. My favorite line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, if we didn't
1: know better, we would just go by the name and yep. the advertising and think that's good for me. Yeah, I'm going to. Lose weight and be healthy, but we again we can't be listening to advice from, from food companies right. like that. So the processed foods that are marketed as healthy actually, on average, contain twenty eight percent sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really eye opening article, and I think it it really helped me to understand a, just yet another reason to not eat processed foods if we want to be healthy we don't want to be part of the population that's um 3 out of 4 people are overweight or obese
0: exactly so
1: you know sadly a lot of the food companies they're not interested in health it's it's about making money so so just a quick reminder the nutritional weight and wellness we really are all about real food we're concerned about your health and your well-being and I'm proud to say that the American College of Nutrition, that's something that um, Dar, our owner, belongs to, and I do as well, and several of the nutritionists do. The American College of Nutrition has never accepted money or funding from food companies. That's great So that's pretty cool. And if you want to read that article that I just was talking about, you can just look for the New York Times and then in
0: Asia's... Fattest country, and what's the what is the fattest country? Was it Malaysia? Um, let's see. I just
1: the ones that kind of stuck out were India. No, that can't
0: be. Yeah, was it? And yeah, and there were several listed in the article. Yeah,
1: I had India and Cameroon. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's jotted down, and it's just an interesting link between. I just think we're all in a very vulnerable position when we want to lose weight.
1: Yeah. I mean I guess it was kind of surprising India. But yeah. that you know, that's just more recent. Yeah too.
0: Exactly. Because as people yeah. start eating the way that American the, the Western, the standard American diet, it just happens that the obesity rates go up. Um you know, when you look at countries like Japan where they have such low obesity rates, it's it and but then you see more Western food coming in and right. you see those rates creep up, it's it doesn't take it doesn't take a rocket scientist mm-hmm. <laughs> to figure out that there's a connection there. Exactly. And I just think that that people who want to lose weight and they get those messages, are they're in a very vulnerable position. I was in that position for years where I was very, very susceptible to all of those messages about what I needed to lose weight. And people just don't know where to turn or mm-hmm. what to do. And so it's really important to make a connection with a nutritionist, to guide you through this process of losing weight, which is not as easy. It's simple. There are some simple steps you can take, but it is not easy. Like I said, it's an everyday challenge for Mm -hmm. me to do it.
1: And also there's so much information out there and so much misinformation.
0: Exactly. And our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each person, every person, to better health through eating real foods. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing.